Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Time to Roll's Campaign 1, The Tales of Amrail, Episode 16. Uh, tonight, we are currently in the Forbidden Kingdom and the basically the Kingdom of Myth and the Nation of Fairies, Arun. Uh, after a long time in the caves, we are finally out. If you want to go check us out on our podcast, the podcast will be out tomorrow at 5.30 p.m. Eastern Time as well as uh the like this recorded version will be on youtube at 5 30 p.m eastern time anyways let's get into it let's get a recap going for the players and uh, we are missing a few people tonight so you're just gonna have to you know unfortunately we are without uh squirtle and uh todd uh squirtle um Squirtle is down in Florida, so he's dealing with the aftermath of Hurricane Ian. He is safe, and Todd went to go see his family, I believe. So, yeah, Corgan, I agree. We do need an intro screen for this. I'm working on it. Just a lot of, a lot of stuff to go on, on for this channel. So, anyways, let's, let's get into the recap with the players. So... You guys are ready to embark on this horrendous journey no no cool well we're in our own so like should be happy right <laughs> yeah no no the kingdom of the fae is corrupt to its core no the well, i mean it's friends might have been but um currently we have his physically dead body on us that you do, do. and um, it's so, not on him while he's not. Yes, yes, we do. Well, I definitely don't want to be around you guys anymore. I'm with. I don't want to be here when they find his dead body. I'm with Elka on this one. I don't want to be. <laughs> As I said, that's kind of on him. He didn't have to die. I mean, he went missing seven years ago. He was the crown prince, and, and we now have his corpse. Bring his dead body around. I found him in the woods. Oh my! <laughs> the, the woods we ascended from a cave. <laughs> Anywho, the woods in the cave. For for a little bit of a recap for people who weren't here, uh, you guys got out of the caves after uh, re seemingly rescuing the children and fighting the uh, the ever so slender and ghostly looking. Uh, Prince Lonnie, uh, Ori, and Alara almost died. Um, Ori almost died multiple times. Uh, but at the end of the day, you guys were able to get through the fight, and uh, Ori ended up ripping Prince Lonnie in half. Uh, as you made your way back to the camp, you escorted the children out of the camp and up into the uh the dragon horde that was that is still being held presumably and protected by your friend edna the uh former little fairy girl turned red dragon um uh, unfortunately as you're making making your way out of the camp uh the guardian of the children josiah was body was found dead in his tent uh with multiple stab wounds and Ori also decided to wrap his body up in the tent and bring it along, uh, along oh. with the along with the split in half body of the prince. Um, I remember now. Brad, <laughs> uh, yeah. For my character, is one of the few that actually knows what all's in that tent. Yeah. So, Ori also got a new axe. 
<laughs> yes. Yes, he did. Uh, so as you're making your way out of the uh, the caves, you find yourself in the... Uh, at least Elka recognizes that uh, you are no longer in, uh, in Sylvania. You are currently on the fabled island of Arun. Uh, this is the place where uh, Elka hails from, as well as uh, she's... Elka is the only one aware of the foreign policies of this country. Um, so, we are currently sitting, uh, which I do have a map for you guys, and I'm just going to presume, I'm just going to assume that this, uh, the, the map, unfortunately, there's really no good way to show you it, but this is the bottom half of Arun. <laughs> um, you guys... As of right now, are in the uh, in the Algonquin Mountain Range. Uh, for the sake of showing you where you are, you're roughly about here. And you see, peeking over the mountaintops is the is the very large tree of the uh, of the southernmost fairy city of Yalinor. Uh, you guys can see the golden leaves spreading out from the very top of it. You can see the snow-capped mountain ranges and the uh, seemingly very wide uh, river, um, which in in Fey language is uh, the um, the Flumen Vitae, which means the river of life. So, uh, you are here. You have everybody with you, including two dead corpses and about 30 children. What do you want to do? back around we're safer inside the cave this one does not like it here i oh my god what are we doing here beep neat not quite yet well too mystical so we're even uh, away down around uh, can can ori uh uh, rope the head around uh, his belt next to the other one. Where the well, the, the, the his skull is split in half. So, if you... uh, it's not well, it's not like he ripped him. Oh, directly. gotcha, gotcha. So, if you want to take his head off of the body and strap it to your waist belt as a trophy, yeah, like you wanted to, the, uh, yes, devil. you yeah, you, you can, yeah. All right, Ori does that. All right, there's that going on. Um, as you do this, the children look at you in like stunned silence, and then they turn. They immediately turn to Thaddeus, who's not here, unfortunately, and just go, "Where are we, Mister Thaddeus?" And Thaddeus would say, "I have no idea," <laughs> because he has no clue where you guys are. Um, as you're looking around, you do hear the. Um, you do hear the river, the presumed river flowing, as well as uh, the sound of forests nearby. Um, you're currently looking down to just to give you another exact where you are, and I'll give you a. I'll go ahead and give you. We'll just use. Sure, we'll use Alan's token just to show you where you're at. Um. 
But so you guys are here. You're currently looking down the cliff that you've walked out on. Has a very faint, has like a slight, um, a slight drop down into a rolling, rocky hill, rolling down to the riverbank. It's probably about 150 to 200 feet. Um, actually, sorry, my mom, my mom just asked me a question. Um, so you're 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 looking down this riverbank. It's about 200 feet to about. The steep drop is about twenty feet down, and then it's like a, a very like a forty-five degree, degree angle, like going down towards slowly, like increasingly getting flatter as you get close to the river. As you look to the south, um, I'm gonna say, let's see here, Vaten, beep. And Zane, all of you make a um, a perception check, or you can as well. Jackson, I need you to not be underneath my leg right now, dog. Please. Uh, twelve. Twelve. Seventeen Seven. for Vatan. What? What for you, Ori? Seven. Seven. Ten perception. Okay. So, Ori, you're more focused on trying to tie the head to your waist belt um, as this is happening. Um, but for Vaten, Zane, and uh, Beep, you all see, as you look to the south, like following down the river, you see a um, something very large move behind, uh, at, like move up and down. And it almost looks like a fishtail. That's moving. Very massive. Moving. At the south end of the island. Jackson, for the love of shit, get out from underneath my leg. <laughs> Doggo, come on. Man, that, he, that escalated quickly. He well, he he likes to like kiss the underneath of my leg. <laughs> and it gets really <laughs> annoying. <laughs> so, you see that. Elka. Yes. Make a history check. <laughs> With advantage. No, I've lost my good D20. Found it. We're good. Oh, okay. Uh, can I pull up my character sheet? 20, not natural. Dirty 20. Okay. You would know... As a child, um, you would hear tales of how the island moved through the sky. Uh, you you would you've heard rumors that it is not just some natural law, or it is not just it is not a 
it is not an act of magic that fey magic that keeps you floating through the air throughout the entire world of Amrael. But you've heard stories of a giant fish like deity that is underneath the island of Arun, swimming it through the ethereal sky. Um, now that you've seen this tale firsthand, being this far south in Arun, never before, you get the sense that those tales were true. Um, you might be muted. Any idea where we should head to, anyone? If we're looking for civilization, we're gonna want to go towards that. But I don't know if they're gonna be nice out here. I don't like being somewhere. I don't know where we are. Alan chimes in and says, Well, it was the fairies, especially the fairies, not the fey folk. But the fairies, they don't really take too kindly to people who are, uh, you know, big. Big folk, if you would. Now, if we could run into potentially some fey folk like Miss Elka here, perhaps we may be able to, at the very least, not be killed on sight. Although I think Elka's fine. I don't know how you left, I don't know if you left in good terms or bad terms, but... Uh, I wouldn't say bad, but uh, people would definitely be surprised to see me. I, I don't know anyone down south. We're in the south. I don't I don't know if I have family. Um, and you would know, uh, you and Elka, that you were not, that most of your family is not, has never even gone farther south than the second northernmost city, Lashara. Um, you know that uh, a majority of the fey folk, that, especially the Harangon fey folk, tend to stay in the northern woods of, of Arun. I really doubt we're going to find my family. I'm going to say Beep. Roll a history check. All right. Seventeen. Seventeen. On your journeys before meeting up with the group, you've studied many things. Um, spoken with many people and beings that know quite a lot about the world. As you look around, you've heard stories of the nation of fairies, Arun, that was rumored to be the first ever, first ever nation created in the world and the oldest nation ever created. Uh, but you also know that from, from your readings that anybody who tr dares trespasses 
on the grounds of Arun without an invitation from the royal family or one of the noble houses, you know that they tend to either be immediately exiled or killed on the uh, killed on site. Uh, Elka, you would know that the Burning Heart household is a noble household of Arun. But, that being said, um, we are currently staring, staring down at a kind of relatively short uh, immediate drop growing down into the river. You need to head to Yalinor, which is to the west. But you have 30 kids with you. What do you guys... Ha You've had a week to think about this. Have you thought of any way to get these kids sa at least somewhat in back safely? Well, with what we just learned, no. <laughs> but I can at least get my rope of climbing set up to where we can climb down and get off the cliff ledge. Okay. All right. Because I have climbing yeah, I've got and 50 stuff. feet of regular rope. All right. So, with this, all of the kids are able to... So, you're trying to go down the hill. So... Oh, is that our only option? You can go back in the caves. Not happening. I don't know. You could, but that would, uh, that would be funny, actually. But... <laughs> Just nope. Nope. <laughs> see, see the fairy country. Ah, uh, nah. I'll stay in there. <laughs> um, but okay. So you guys climb down. I'm gonna say I'm gonna roll a group acrobatics check for the kids to make it down safely. They rolled an 18. They're fine. Um. You guys don't need to roll it, but because they're kids, a little bit harder to climb down rope they never really touched. Um, and some of them are quite small. Uh, so they're able to, helping each other down, making their way down. You're on a, you're on a, uh, now a rocky hill that goes down into the river of life. Um, and this river, as you look at it, it has the same glow, the same bright, like, blue glow that the water inside the cave had and as you look along the shoreline you start to see trees with golden leaves sprouting everywhere you see uh you see rocks that have crystals shooting out of them on this on the riverbank uh i'd like everyone to uh roll a dex check general dex check for me because as you get as you make your way down onto this uh, platform, the earth starts to shake underneath your feet. Twenty-two. Sixteen. I'm eating shit. Sixteen. Face planting. And I'll roll for Thaddeus, and I'll roll for... Aiko, and then I'll also roll for Arya. Arya rolled a natural 20, so that's kind of funny. Um, <clears throat> while her dad rolled a 2. That's on brand for Aiko. Hey, so did I. So, 
So the ground starts to shake. And as you start to try to get, gain bearing, all the kids are able to fall down to their butt and start sliding down the hill. Um, but the ground, the earth itself is starting to rumble. And as you look back, you feel this gust of wind come rushing in down the river valley going north. And you get the sense that that is coming from the massive tail-like thing you saw from the back of the island. And this tail is as big as it blocks out the sun when it comes up. It is ridiculously massive. Uh, and as it slams down, uh, the earth stops rumbling. Um, Elka, you would, you would know the, you would know these as the Midsummer Tremors. Oh, they have a fun name. Yes. Uh, these tremors are, no. the, the, these tremors t tend to basically only take place in the middle of the summer. You are also aware that this is the only time generally during the year that Arun will be in movement and not floating somewhere in the sky. So, you guys get down there. Um, no. Baten. <laughs> there are no ill effects for me biffing that. Yeah. <laughs> Baten. And, uh, in this case, <clears throat> Eiko as well. Mm -hmm. uh, as the wind comes gushing through and the, and the ground starts to shake, you try to brace yourself, both of you, but rocks start to slide out from under your feet. And uh, it causes, for you, Vatan, it causes you to immediately fall backwards and sit down and start to slide uncontrollably down the hill. For Aiko, being closer to the ground, but however, rolling a lot worse, um, he goes to take a step forward to try to keep up try to keep up with the kids and he gets hit by a rock hitting his ankle as it rolls down and it hits his ankle and he goes tumbling down the hill he takes this one does not like it here he takes four points of bludgeoning damage as he tumbles down the hill but <sighs> so but all of you are able to slowly make your way down to the river the river is about, so each of these cubes that you're seeing are about two and a half miles. So as you look across, this is a massive river. And you could try to go down the riverbank. You could attempt to uh, find a way to get across. What do you want to do? I would like to find a way across because I'm not touching that damn water. Um, I have a, I have a question. Sure. Uh, have I had, had have I had time to attune to my new rapier? Yes, you have. Okay. Same goes for well, well for for Zane's new weapon. It was automatic attunement. Okay. It, and then my other question is, am I already aware of the extra, like, 
magic stuff that it has, or do I not know that? Um, like, with attunement, with attunement, you would learn. You, you would gain a brief insight into the history of it magically, and you would also sense that there is magic flowing through it. Yes, you would not. You would not know what it does necessarily, but you you could you have your best guess. And really, the only way to truly find out is hit something with it. Well, the magic is is separate. Yeah, I know. From um, so uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna whip out my new rapier and be like, so this has magic on it. Maybe I can help freeze the river. You can freeze. This one is. I'm intrigued. Uh, this one cannot help much. This one is low on magical abilities. Um, yeah, so if you want to try stabbing down into the water with it, see what happens, uh, you certainly can. I'm going to be like, everyone stay really far away from me. Like, get the kids a good distance away. do that okay and uh i guess i will do that i will stab into the water you stab into the water and as you grip this you feel a, a brush of cold air come flying over your body uh it makes your makes your hair stand up on end all over your body and as you go to stab down into the water you feel the surge of magical energy come flying out of the blade um, you also feel a freezing sensation in the palm of your paw. Um, and as you stab down about a foot in diameter bit of water, just from your blade simply touching the water, freezes over solid. But it's only in a little circle. Does it work? Unleash yeah, my, my, my big one, then. I have a big one. I can do 15 feet in a, in a radius. You're... <gasps> so, you're... I'm not... I don't know anything about magic. I understand. So, for me to understand what you're doing, you're going to unleash... Wade into the water a bit before I do this. Make an athletics check if you're going to be doing that. Uh, I'll hand you. I, I, I will hand her a rope before. Can okay, make it. Make an athletics. In. Make an athletics check with advantage then. <laughs> okay. Okay, I rolled a nineteen. So athletics. Uh, oh, so twenty-two. Twenty-two. Yeah, you're able to wade into the water. And now you're going to try to unleash the full power of your sword. Yeah. That and sounds like a horrible thing to do, but why not? While, while you're in the water, yeah? Yeah. I'll, okay. I'll make that, I'll make that save. Okay. So, um, go ahead. And as, as, as you power up your, the, your powers in the sword, 
you feel an intense now what was just a semi-freezing sensation you now feel an intense cold wash over you not only from being in the water but your blade itself feels like you're holding on to a pure ice just pure form of ice um and as you release this blade you hear a whisper go into your ear uh as you use it and it sounds odd but oddly familiar and it, what it says to you in sylvan which you do speak correct yes in sylvan it says freeze all that come in your path and it's going you're going to feel more shivers come down your neck and it, your sword is going to erupt in this bluish white and in a 15 radius around is it a cone i believe yeah in a cone of in a 15 foot cone it shoots out of the out of the blade out in front of you and ice starts to form all around and all the water around you starts to flash freeze from the chain yeah, effect. Radius circle. Is it a circle? Whole e circle. Everything around you starts to freeze, including yourself. What I'm going to need you to do is I'm going to need you to make a dexterity saving throw. I got this. I'm a dexterous little piece of shit, right? I rolled a one. I rolled a nat one! quit okay so i was not i was not accounting for this so i let me look up okay cool um go ahead and uh roll damage for that how do i do this to myself so roll 46 Oh, helps if I'm not muted. Um, I would like to sit down and start ritually casting a spell on probably Thaddeus, Zane, and eight of the children. Okay, what was that spell? <laughs> that I just realized that I have. <laughs> oh, thank oh, Jesus. I was I was curious to see if someone's going to use that. So, uh, what was the damage on that, Elka? Eighteen. You take eighteen points of freezing damage as you're frozen solid into the water. All of you see uh, your friend, like, kind of little little bit arrogant, excited to test out the new toy. Uh, wades out into the water and proceeds to freeze everything around her, including herself. The only thing unfrozen in Elka is, like, chest up. And she's just, like, looking around like, fuck. <laughs> um, Why'd you do that? Trying to make a path to walk across. So, um... Worked a little bit. So the fact that you have that is hilarious, Faten, because I just looked at the spell sheet of Alan. He also has water walk. Son of a bitch! <laughs> I completely forgot I added that. <laughs> in, in in my defense, I call Mulligan. It 
<laughs> in my defense, we just got level three spells, and I did not see that it was a ritual on my first pass through. <laughs> that that's really funny, actually. So, Alan, so I, I'm gonna make a DM call here. It does. It's not in the description of the spell, but if you use it at a higher level, I'm gonna say you can add more people. And as of right now, Alan has one more fourth level spell in his repertoire. So I think, and I'm going to make a judgment call here and say it's going to add another five people for per spell level. From now on, uh, bingo. If you ever need to use this. Um, so Alan's going to, he's going to see you cast that and he's going to use his fourth level spell and cast Water Walk as well. And he's going to touch himself and he's going to walk around and touch every other party member that hasn't been touched yet. And then the remaining of the children, I think, which leaves. So we're doing 15 more. So you said you touched Zane yourself. I got Zane, Zane, Thaddeus. I'm actually going to skip myself for now. Okay. I might have said myself first, but I'm going to skip myself now. And, um, Eight of the children. Okay. Zane, Thaddeus, and eight of the children. Okay. So, Alan's going to touch himself with it. He's going to walk up, touch Ori, which Alara's going to be sitting... I think Alara's sitting on Ori's head. So, don't have don't have to waste one on, on, on Alara, luckily. Um, and then... <laughs> and... Uh, then he's, he's going to walk up to Beep, touch him, and then... Uh, Am I missing anybody here? This this one will retrieve the long ears. So I'm just gonna like slump over onto the ice and just be like, "Leave me here! I am humiliated. I have, and I am worthless." So he's gonna touch everybody, including himself, uh, in the party, and then he's gonna touch up to as many kids as he can with the spell. Uh, but leave one uh, one open for Elka as he walks as he as he nonchalantly walks across the water and uh, as as so Vata, I'm gonna say you walk up to Elka. Uh, she's currently in the ice. Are you gonna try to pull her out? I'm gonna try to melt the ice um, as much as I can with uh, produce flame. Okay. Um, just kind of use my hand to kind of keep it as close to Elka as possible without burning her, kind of use my hand in between. I'm going to say use a sleight of hand check for this. I'm already frozen. Please don't burn my ass. Natural 20. Natural 20. So you're able to gradually get... Uh, Elka out of the water and pull her up and as Alan is walking across the water nonchalantly he's just gonna reach down and touch Elka on the shoulder and just go that was a worthy try and uh, he's gonna just start walking across the river um, but and I am doubling back um, because there are still some kids if I recall correctly I'll yes. get to the other side and wait with whatever children we can get across currently. So 25 minus 9 is... Uh, 9 is... Right, 25 minus 9 is... Uh, 
16. So the uh, 16 children ha have uh, water walk. Uh, 17 if you don't include yourself, yep. 10 in that. Um, so, yeah, that's fine. Um, and then as soon as the other... Oh, it's not even concentration. So... Um, as soon as that's done, I'll immediately um, sit down and start ritual casting again on the next set. Okay, that's fine. Uh, for the sake of expediency here, I'm going to say every you know, you're walking on water. You're able to do this. However, um, <clears throat> another... You feel the water start to shake as you walk across it. And it's not that far of a walk. It's only about two miles um, across to the other, other shoreline. So this would take you, the spell lasts about, lasts an hour. You would make it there in about 45 minutes-ish with kids. Um, and as you guys make it walking your way across the first group, um, you start to feel the river shake. And you see the tail of this creature in full view now that you're looking straight down the river. And as you look at it, it looks, it is a... It does not look like a fishtail, but it looks like a dolphin tail would, or a whale tail would, where it's a forked tail that goes outwards and it comes back in. It's not like a, a vertical tail like fish use to swim through the water. It's like they use the tail uh, in more of a horizontal way. As it comes up, when it rushes through the valley, I'm going to need all of you to make a general dex check again. I'll roll for the kids. They rolled a 12. So 15. 17. I am well in these dex not checks. doing well. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Do pretty good in other things, just not apparently just straight dex checks. Anybody who rolled under a ten, you're uh, anybody rolled over a ten, you're fine. Um, you're able to get gather yourself as as the waves start to move. And but Vaten, as you're walking back and uh, about to start your ritual casting, more rocks start to tumble down the the water, tumble down the hill towards the remaining children and yourself. Uh, and uh, the, you, as as you go to step on to the bank, uh, your foot slips on some of the ice that Elka had put down, and you fall face forward down onto the ground, not taking any damage because you rolled a five. But uh, yeah, so you're you're doing you're doing great, buddy. You're welcome. So. <laughs> As just kind of in a huff, sits back down and starts ritual casting the next set. Yeah. So as as the kid as as the first group of kids walks through along with your party member, um, party members. Does anybody want to stay back with Vatan? I'm staying on the other side with the children. I'm already on the other side. Uh, I'll stay back with Vatan. Moping. Okay. So. All right. Um, that's fine. 
so as uh, as you guys as you guys are as you're doing the ritual casting that goes out off of that hitch, you're able to give the children uh, each each of them water walk, and you um, you start walking across the water. Ori, um, unfortunately, you are able to as you the f no actually no wait never mind it's an hour not. As you're making, yeah. as everyone's making it to the to the other end, so the first group made it to the other uh, other shore fairly easily, um, but the second group with Vatan and Ori and Alara on Ori's head, with the remaining children, Ori, as your last like forty feet of wa of water in front of you, you're just easily walking on the water. All of a sudden, you start to feel your feet start to sink down, as if you're walking on like mud. And you're starting to realize that the spell is really close to letting off as as you're coming, as you're taking your last few steps on the water. But you're able to make it over. You're able to make it over. Yeah. Um, and if, if Ori was staying back, I would have used the one of the many because I'm sure I would only need like two more. And if I can math correctly, um, it would there would be enough for obviously myself and Ori to kind of give him a refresher right so you guys make it to the other shore when you make it to the other shore you're you're staring at the southern portion or the south the southwestern portion of the Algonquin mountain range um but it is only one set of peaks that you have to get over uh, as you make your way to the other side you see forests start to loom down at the foot of the mountains um, it is now a probably getting close to, to nighttime. Um, do you guys want to continue walking? Or are you going to try to camp, get some rest, and give some form of creature comfort to the children for the night? We should probably make camp. The, the kids aren't going to be as hardy as we are. Yeah. Okay. I can try to help Vaten find food for everybody, which is... <laughs> So there's currently in your possession you have two tents, and to both of those tents were placed in the bags of holding. Luckily, you guys thought of that. Um, but there's point out we technically have a third tent. It just happens to have a dead. Getting there. Okay. Getting there. Dead bodies. Um, I'm sorry too. You are current or you're currently still carrying this this sack of tent on your back with two dead bodies um it is also a tent and it, it can function as a tent i assume you want to use it uh no i guess <laughs> just say what you mean buddy it's fine or he's gonna uh kind of uh, put the sack down and like kind of pull the tent from like he's gonna place it down the the tent's gonna like kind of flatten out and he's gonna pull the tent from under the dead bodies and they're just kind of laying there um okay oh no <laughs> I just rolled natural one um the children see you start to rummage around 
Um, and I'm gonna, for the sake of this, we're going to move Alan's token over here just to, uh, for placement. As you go to set up this tent, <laughs> Josiah's body flops out with the multiple stab wounds. At this point, the rigor, rigor, uh, rigor mortis is starting to cat, set in. Um, so he's starting to smell a little bit. And as yeah, I, mean, I was going to show him anyway, so as he flops out into the ground, all of the kids see him and horrific waterworks break out among them. Some of them sit there in just absolute stunned silence. Somebody passes out for sure. Um, and but you now are dealing with a group of hysterical children uh crying or their eyes gonna, out or is he gonna continue setting up a tent he wants do, to sleep um, in the dead guy tent a performance to try and calm them you can certainly do that but let's switch to as you step your way in you do see as you like this is just inside the trees probably uh the, the river is from the south here roughly um as the tents are being set up, you can go ahead and roll a performance check for me. Um, tent, I'm going to give you... Uh, Alan is also going to attempt to uh, calm them down, so roll with advantage, Beep. Alright, I'll do one more roll. Hey, uh, Zach, you put my... Dirty 20. It's not working for me. E. Thanks. Dirty 20. Okay. The children, some of them stop crying, but others are like just horrific, just horrified by the they're they're dead. What they perceived as basically their only parental figure in the last couple of months, um, being laid out dead with multiple stab wounds just randomly in front of them, um, as well as the split in half body of the fiend that killed him um as you set them out there all of them just kind of like they don't say anything they just look at you beep look at alan and some of them still quietly cry uh but most of them do end up calming down with that dirty 20 um that being said we are uh now coming into nighttime and assumedly the children are all going to be piling up in one of the tents. Um, who would like to take first watch? I'll go for first watch. Okay. Can I, can I do a Viking funeral for uh, the other guy? For Josiah? Yeah, I mean, you certainly can, yeah. How, how far away is the river? It's like, just over there, right? Yeah, it's it's roughly... This is, like, past these, like, okay. tall, very tall mushrooms that you see growing out Am of the I ground. Am I able to just really go quick, uh, heal, like, grab a drink and heal myself? Yeah, you could walk to the river and do that, yeah. Since I uh, hurt myself. <laughs> yeah, that is fine. Um, are we missing anybody on this map? Uh, you got Thaddeus Stone? I don't. Let me grab him. It's down here, right? The river? Yeah. Okay. You have Echo's Dragon and Child. 
I do not. Maybe child. You have the 30 children tokens. No, they're all in the tents, so that way I don't have to bother with that shit. All right, I'm going to go inside one of the tents. Can I get an inside view of that, please? I did not make one of those, so fuck you. <laughs> Damn it. Worst GM ever. Wow. I have an inside view of a tent if you want it. No, we don't need it. We don't need it. <laughs> I'm going to sleep underneath the tree I put my token next to tonight. Alright, Aiko is going to probably hop up in a tree with a dragon. Arya is also going to do the same. And sleep within around the same tree as her dad. Not in the same one. Um, who's taking first watch? Uh, me. Uh, before watch, uh, can I walk up to the kids real quick? Yes, you can. No. Alright, where, where are the kids at? This tent. Oh, sorry. This tent. Okay, he'll walk up over here. He'll uh, open the tent. He has uh, Josiah's body kind of on his shoulders. All of them are cowering together as you walk in, horrified of you. The, the, Minotaur funeral. Anyone want to come? The oldest one, who's around 13 to 14 years old, young man, like um you're 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 gonna bury him no uh, but you're gonna give float out to, he's going to float out across the river and i'm going to set it on fire uh, and looks around and just, would you prefer a burial no no that um guys are you are you okay? Do you want to... And they start looking around at each other, and most of them are very scared of you. Um, Can I say something real quick? Sure. Let it be known that the one who slayed him is dead. Make... I'm going to say make a persuasion check to see if they uh, come with you. Uh, I think I have a... Yeah, I have a... Two, uh, 18. The one who stands up... Looks in and says... Well, whoever wants to come, come with me. We're, he, deserve, he deserves to at least be honored. And, uh... A good... I'd say... <laughs> I'm gonna tell you how many kids come with you. Um, I need a d10. Fourteen of the thirty kids get up out of the tent and follow you to the river. Oh, you're good old Uncle Ori. <laughs> he doesn't say If Ori had mentioned um, using a torch or something, I would just, like, hand him a torch out of the fire. Okay. Um, Vaten, Vaten is sulking right now, so... <laughs> Do you want He's to kind of sitting in head? front of the fire. This one does not. Okay. Alan will come with you. I'm on top of Ori's head. Alright, I'll put my token over here to signify right, that. Right. So, 
Um, are we at the lake? Is everyone at the lake? Or uh, river, sorry. Or lake stream? Puddle. Big ass river. Don't puddle. Okay. Big ass river. Big ass puddle. As you guys get to Big the... Big ass river. Lots of water. Big ass river. That's the creek. As you guys get to the river, you lay... Uh, I'm going to say you find a log along the way. You lay Josiah's body on the log, along with stacking piles of kindling and other firewood, various firewood around him, laying him on a bed of it. And as you... Uh, before I light on... Sorry. Mm -hmm. Before I light on fire, I want to say something. Sure. You probably smell... To, to the uh, kids. Uh, <clears throat> would anyone like to say anything before he passes? All of them do the very kid-like thing of just like, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. And, uh, Alan walks in, well, I don't know if I can do much, but I would like to give him at least something. And, uh, Alan's gonna cast Ceremony. Uh, over this. Basically, to prevent him from coming back to life. Ushering, uh, ushering his body into the, into the afterworld. Or the next world. Or the afterlife, I guess I should say. But, as this happens, you you light the you you light it on fire, and uh, kind of nudge it off the uh, nudge it off. Yeah. Um. <laughs> roll a perception check, Ori. Uh oh. We're gonna have Alan and the kids roll one too, uh, for the kids' sake. Oh shit! Uh, nat twenty. Nice. The kids rolled a natural one. Thank fuck. Um, and Alan also rolled a 19, so that gives him a 25. With a natural 20 and with Alan's 25, both of you watch as it floats down the river and the uh, flame still burns and the kids start to walk away. Um, knowing that it is done. Uh, and as you go to turn around to look, or go to go, go turn around to follow them back to the camp, uh, Alan taps you on the shoulder, and, and you whip your head around, and you watch as these massive jaws come up out of the river, and shoop, pulls the body of Josiah down into the river. He wouldn't want it any other way. I guess he was hungry. Uh, I'm gonna catch up to the oldest. Okay. Kid. And uh, wait, little one. Uh, yeah. I'll hand him uh, Josiah's axe. Take care of this. Oh, thank you. Oh, wait. Was this? This was his. Yes. He starts to cry a little bit. Tear up. Hilaire's gonna hand him a slice of cheese. Here, uh, he's you gonna... can wipe your tears with this slice of cheese. Oh my gosh. Or he's gonna, or he's gonna kneel down to like try to get his like eye contact level, but it's too big. Uh, and he's gonna say, um, "Kill all those who take your freedom again," and I'll walk away. 
Got it. So the ceremony goes <laughs> off with a uh, little bit of little bit of issues, but you know, works out. And uh, you guys make your way back to camp. Uh, and first watch is now upon us. Kids, all the kids go to sleep, rightfully so. They've had a very long day. Um, I'll take whoever watch wasn't filled, if there was any. I, I don't know who's taking first watch. I, I didn't actually hear that. Okay. I'll take second watch. Okay, is anybody going to join Elka on first watch? No one? Okay. I'm all alone. Okay, go ahead and roll a perception check for me. Are you using your goggles of, of dark vision? Yes. Okay. Good. That doesn't give you doesn't give you advantage yeah. or anything. <laughs> um it's like seven. Seven. Throwing these dice out. Elka. Yeah. Please roll a d6 for me. Four. Good to know. Your watch seemingly goes off without a hitch. Um, you stay up around the, the slight fire that was built. And eventually, second watch does come. Uh, you go to sleep. Nothing really happens. Who's taking second watch? Ori and anybody else? People just me. I'll be okay. Sorry, what'd you say, Austin? I'll have Beep join. Okay. So Beep joins. Uh, I don't actually. Your token isn't out on the map. It was. Oh, is it? Yeah, there it is. it is. Yeah. Okay. Um. All right. So you uh, watch starts. Go ahead and roll me a perception check. Dirty twenty. Nice. Nine. Nice. Ori, you seemingly have a pretty quiet watch. Uh, you do hear some weird noises coming from the woods, but nothing too intense. Uh, just maybe birds, maybe a few wild animals here and there. Um, however... What you're not hearing, what your ears can't hear that a feline ears can hear are scrape, scratches and scraping coming from the riverside of the camps. So from the south. Um, and you hear just... Uh, but that is all you hear. You are aware of this, but it is uh, nothing really comes from it, at least to your, um, you know, from what you can see. Is there anything else, anything else you want to do during your watch? Uh, no. Um. Like, hearing that, do you want to investigate it, or do you just want to sit there and listen? What I'll do is I'm going to, like, go a little bit to the south 
like maybe around here. Okay. And I'm going to use prestidigitation. Okay. And I'm going to like put up, like, I guess, would it be fine if I put up like floating flames, but they're not really like, they're harmless flames. They wouldn't hurt anything, but they're like floating in the air, try to ward off anything that might come. Um, I don't believe you can. I don't think you can use, I mean, if you throw that down in the chat, I just want to make yeah. sure, but I'm pretty sure it's like minor, uh, auto, uh oh, very, it's very minor. It'd just be like a sensory flame, if you know what I mean. Okay. A yeah, sensory effect. Okay. You, so you floated, what, like somewhere over here? That's yeah, fine. Like, I'll let you do that. South. Um, as you do that, nothing, not a lot of light comes off these, but, um, you do send them off and they kind of like crack and pop a little bit, giving an auditory effect. And when that happens, you hear a. <sighs> come from the woods you hear like a you hear more scratching coming from that area um can i tell if, can i tell if it's getting closer or further away is it feels as if it is on top of you can i look up <laughs> yes you can all right so i will look up Roll another perception check for me. Alright. Let me get there. In the event the shit hits the fan here, I do want to say that Buck is exactly sleeping outside by the fire. Okay. So seven. Seven. Okay. Um. So, you look up in the trees and there's... Not anything that you can see. Um, although I'm going to say make another perception check, but uh, for the, it, would, it would have been with advantage because your nose. Okay. So you just want me to do one more normal roll? or just, an, just a normal roll, yeah. Okay. Twelve. Twelve. You smell some rotting flesh coming from the woods. You hear this otherworldly sound of just... It almost sounds like a bird talking to... It sounds like a bird talking to the chirps of a baby dragon. And it also sounds simultaneously like a deep guttural lion growl. Uh, you smell this rotting flesh. Are you going to uh, investigate it any further? Not right now, but I'm going to go back to camp. And I'm going to take out a little sheet of paper and just write on it and say rotting flesh to the south <laughs> just write on it put that on there and show it to Ori okay uh -huh. what's that mean 
I'll just take the paper again and write rotting flesh to the south again. Noted. <laughs> okay. So, is anything... Do you want to do anything else for your watch? Mm -mm. I will, uh... Before I end my watch, I'm just going to go back a little bit like over here. I'm going to take one coin. Mm -hmm. and I'm just going to put it on the ground and I'm going to cast the light on it to give a little bit more of a range of vision to the south. Okay. So that'll end my watch. Okay. So your watch goes off of the, some, some excitement, um, but nothing, nothing too crazy. Who's going to be taking third watch? Uh, it's typically Vatan, because he and likes me. to go and scavenge, yeah. Okay, so at the beginning of your watch, I need you to make a perception check. 16. 26 and 16. Zane, you hear... I'm going to say Arya is also going to get up. She rolled natural one. So she's just chilling in her tree, relaxing, not doing anything. Completely unaware of what's happening. What she does not see and what you hear is chirping and guttural growls coming from the woods. Probably about 40 feet away from you. You also smell this rotting flesh smell. Vaten, this same auditory and, uh, s like, just sensory overload, uh, over just hits you in the face. And you hear what sounds like two, maybe three different beings circling the encampment, uh, making that chirpy, guttural growl. Uh, and scratching the ground. Um, you also get hit in the face with this just this intense uh, rotting flesh. Um, Same. Mm -hmm. I'm going to say... Well... Yeah. Make another perception check, but with disadvantage. While he's doing that, can I ask, um, where is the sound coming from? Thanks. It sounds like it's coming, it's circling all around camp. You, you can tell that it's coming from two I'm... to three different things. As you stand up to walk over towards Zane, Zane, what you failed to see and what Arya also failed to see, but what you successfully heard and smelt was... As you're looking around, you see a creature jump out of the woods at you and attempt to bite into you and drag you off into the woods. Well, balls. <laughs> uh, I did not get a chance to call that out. So it's going to be using its bite attack on you. Um, 
23 to hit. Yep. It bites into you. You take... I don't know what the damage die is for that. It's a d8. You take nine points of, of piercing damage in your upper shoulder as it attempts to drag you. Vatan, as you run up and see him getting hit, you mm-hmm. recognize this creature as a manticore. Okay. Uh, However, I'm going to do uh, go ahead. something. Um, I'm going to shape shift into something I just don't know what, but yet. Um, that being said, look at the list. <laughs> are you going to attempt to wake everybody up? My plan is to I'm going to scream. I just got bit. <laughs> <laughs> Can I scream because I got bit? That should wake some people up. Yeah, I'm going to say that's fine. <laughs> I'm not going to do it, so I don't think my mic, but... Yeah. What is danger? I wonder. Oh, that. Yeah. No, that's that's annoying. We're going to do this one. So, y- you get bit, and you're getting dragged off. I'm going to have that and make a strength check to see if it can drag you up. It rolled a three, so as it bites and you, re- I'm going to say you're going to, um, actually go ahead, roll strength check for me, just to see if something bad happens. My <laughs> fucking god. <laughs> I rolled a four. What's the total of? Four. Cool. Uh, it rolled a, that, it, it, it rolled a total of a six. So, it Fuck. grabs you and starts dragging you off into the woods. Arya sees this though. And she immediately jumps down and notches an arrow to try to shoot the the manticore. Um, I'm gonna say Vaten, uh, make a before you transform, make a nature check for me. Okay. Cause I just figured out what I wanted to do too. Uh, nature. Okay. Natural twenty. <laughs> so. You re- you immediately recognize that this manticore is not one that is similar to the ones that you see in in the deserts that you grew up in. Uh, this one is curiously different. It has more of a bug-like eyes. Its wings are, instead of being bat-like and dragon-like, are more butterfly-like. Its coloring of its skin is, instead of what would have been like a pale orange in the desert... It's more of like a bright, like magenta purple, uh, and its teeth are very and claws are very seem very clearly seeping with some sort of like green, like bright neon green ooze coming out of its mouth. That being said, as it's dragging you off, it does not bite. It, it does do enough damage to grab into you, but does not bite through your armor. Um. Because I assume you had your armor up, right? Or do you still... Oh, I keep my armor on all the time. Okay. Its fangs are not strong enough to bite through your armor, but it is strong enough to put pressure on your arm and, crun- and like, crunch your shoulder in, which is what gives you the gives you the damage. Um, and you immediately clock that. Uh, you also see the liquid dripping down your armor, trying to punch into it. 
Um, Vatan, go ahead and do what you wanted to do. Yep. Um, I'm going to start kind of shuffling towards the, uh, the area. Um, and you see, like, fur start to sprout out of everywhere on Vatan. And, uh, oh, can I, whoops, if I do the right one. Um, and you see me shapeshift. Oh, I don't think I can drag one into the, um. What do you shapeshift into? Into the thing. I, you should see me shapeshift into an ape. And I'm gonna, like, beat my chest and, like, start rowling. Um, but I do want to make one note that I did not realize when I last did my wild shape. Um. You can have all your pieces of equipment um, blend into you Mm -hmm. or um, drop to the ground or be worn by your creature if reasonably feasible. Um, So so you see an ape wearing Vaten's turban um, (laughs) as he beats his chest, makes a ton of noise, and is basically just trying to get... Oops. Oh, geez. Oh. Got a little wide. He's just a wide boy. All right. I'm trying to put him over here. Wide out of the way. Your your actual token's over here to the right. Um, okay. Yeah, you are, you, Vatan, you are now a, a, a monkey. Monkey. Um, yep. uh, does the scream wake us up? Yes. Actually, I'm going to say everyone roll perception check. Do the kids wake up? They do not. Probably for the best. That's exactly what I was thinking. Fourteen, nineteen, fifteen. Um, Thaddeus rolls a fourteen plus four, which is an eighteen, and Aiko rolls sixteen, and Aragon rolls with him. So, uh, I believe all of you are awake. So that being said, as Zane is being dragged off into the woods, everybody roll initiative. Um. So I. Actually, it is literally no different, so. Uh, I guess we'll see if Alan wakes up. Okay, he does. 19. It should be automatically updating, I believe. No, it does not. I hard rolled wide. But you see in the game. Okay. The uh, ape has the same dexterity modifier as I do, so I just rolled my initiative because I don't have the uh, ape's sheet clickable, but I have it up in front of me. Gotcha. Okay, Alan's initiative is not 121, it is 21. Um, Thaddeus is plus 5 to the dex. Thaddeus rolls a 15. Um, player rolls a six, beat rolls a 17, Fontaine is an eight, so Lair is at the bottom, by the looks of it, yeah, 
Arya needs to roll. Never mind, Arya's at the bottom. And turn, because she rolled a five. Um, and what'd you roll, Zane? 19. 19. Ori rolled a 21. Um, what is your uh, dexterity modifier, Ori? Uh, it's just a plus two. Just a plus two. Okay. So Alan does go first. Uh, Elka, what is your uh, modifier for Dex? Four. Four. So you go after Thaddeus because this is five. Um, let's see here. And uh, <laughs> I think Vatan goes just after Beep according to those numbers. Oh, Vatan is a. Eight point one four. So this is the old one. Gotcha. Um, all right. I think that is good. So Alan is going to be in the tent. He's going to hear the scream, and he's immediately going to push out. Um, and he's going to be, what, "What's going on?" He's going to look right at you, Vaten. Understood. Can I make a request? <laughs> Sorry, what? Can we get some different, uh, more battle music going? Yeah. yeah, we can. This is too calm for me to get into a rage. <laughs> but you're not a barbarian. Unless you multi-class last uh, level. <laughs> I did not. This is literally called battle theme. Is this battle enough for you? Yeah. Or, 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 do, you want, or do you want this one? <laughs> no! <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we'll do this one. <laughs> um, okay, so Alan's turn. He's going to... You, uh, Zane, you two are being... You're being dragged off at this point. Uh, Alan's going to see this. He's going to step forward, and he's going to be like, What's going on? I don't like this. And he's going to... Uh, bonus action hybrid transformation into a wolf. His, his werewolf. And so he's going to drop down. His claws are going to start growing. He's going to get he's going to get all fierce and he that's going to uh he's going to full sprint in his wolf form and attempt to catch up. I believe Manticore speed is only 30. So he is going to be able to catch up and he's going to be able to like he's going to try to grab you and pull you out. So I need him to make I need him to make compounding strength checks. Alan reaches down, grabs you, and just oof, rips you out of his jaws. And, and, like, throws you over his shoulder, basically. And he, fucking, what the hell? And he's just gonna take, he's, he's, he can't move anywhere from there. But the manticore is now furled up in the woods, angry. Um, at this point in time, I need to roll... A few more initiative checks. I actually like this battle music. Um, initiative is... Okay. So... Um, let's see here. Add turn. It rolled a 21. 
Ori, what is your uh, what is your dex modifier? You said uh, two. Yep. Sorry, I forgot to add that mana car. So it's the mana core's turn. It rolled a twenty-one. Um, but I am gonna have to go into right here. We'll wait for that. I right, just let me get the roll. <laughs> Alright, so it is the Manticore's turn. As Alan grabs you, Zane, out of its out of his clutches, it's going to go for a full multi-attack against Alan. Um So we're gonna see if it hits. Can I wait, can I do cutting words? Is that a It's a reaction. Um I don't think so. It's that one. When a creature you can see within 60 feet of you makes an attack roll, uh, one uh, where you're at, you cannot see it. It has, okay, it has tree cover, and, you have, and you're behind a tent. So as of right now, no. Um, okay. So it's going to attempt to bite at Alan, which is a plus five to hit. So it's a 21, which does hit Alan. Which is D8 plus three. That's a eight points of... Uh, Eight points of piercing damage. Alan needs to make a constitution saving throw. That is a 19. He succeeds. Um, and then he's going... You're going to see him raise his tail up, Zane. At this point, Alan has put you down. Uh, mm -hmm. And uh, the, I'd say the bite probably made him put you down. And you're going to... As you, as, you as you hit to your feet, you're going to see the tail of this manticore just fling down at you trying to hit you as a uh, 22 to hit yep that's lucky um four it's a four four points of piercing damage as it does as its tail does get through your armor um so I need you to make constitution saving throw. For poison? Mm-hmm. Alright, I have advantage against that. Twenty-two. You succeed. You feel it hit your gut and it start to pulsate a little bit, but you're fine. Um that is its turn. Um Ori, it is your turn, but as this is happening, you hear screeching coming from the woods and you see a uh, another creature come running out of the woods from the north and you also see a another creature come running out from behind you to the uh, south. I'm just trying to get it on the right layer. There it is. And uh, they okay. both yeah. rolled a... They both rolled a, uh, a 17. I need to put it down here. So, it is... Uh, now your turn, Ori. What do you want to do? Uh, Ori's going to move right here. Okay. Uh, of his weapons drawn, and it will attack with the glaive one-handed. And roll okay. a strength check. Okay. 
23. 23. Yeah, was that for the shrink check? Okay. And let me roll back. Uh, that is a 23. 23 to hit? Yeah, it definitely hits. Yep. And we roll damage. That is, uh, 30, no, 47 damage. Holy shit. Oh, wait, I'm sorry, hold on. 10. That's not a critical hit? 47 damage? Hold on, 10. I'm sorry, uh, 35 damage. Okay. 35 points of damage. Nice. Uh, I'll use extra attack. Okay. With the glaive. Do strength. It's, uh, <clears throat> 18. 18 is enough. And roll attack. It's a roll to 19, so crit. Okay. Sixty six damage. Okay. So as you cut into it, it jumps it, like it, it doesn't move, but it kinda like takes a take a step because it takes a step back because it immediately got blitzed with uh with a crap ton of damage. Um but it is still on its feet, it is still going. Uh action surge, I guess. <laughs> I fig it. figured as much. Uh, hit with the glaive again. That's a unnatural 20 for the strength. Okay. Check. And that is a unnatural 20 for the for the hit. An unnatural 20 or a natural? Unnatural. It adds up to 20. Okay. Yeah, 20 hits. Okay, let me roll damage. Where did we lose? There oh. you go. Uh, 36 damage. 36 damage. How do you want to do this it? Thing, this thing... Oh, it's... Okay. It is dead. Uh, or we'll wake up from the scream, look over and see a bunch of beasts run over... And just fucking bonk this thing on the head three times with his glaive. <laughs> and it is uh, dead as shit. Uh, what? Why is it like? It's not letting me turn it. There it goes. That is dead. Okay. Is that your turn, Ori? Uh, uh, yeah, that's all I can do. I have a bonus action, but I can't really do anything with it. Okay. 
so I'm good. Okay. Um, I, I'm gonna to spice this up. I would like um, the pe the person who ends up killing the monster. So Ori, roll a d100 for me. Oh shit! Uh, hold on. Sorry, how do you get them first? Forty-four. You, as you cut it down and see that it is no longer breathing, you see its you see smoke coming out of its wounds, and you start to see acid spray out of its wounds. And then you immediately see its chest start to <gasps> start to breathe again. And uh, you see its eyes blacken over. It is now upright again. It stands up and just looks down at you, bearing its teeth at you. And it is it has its wounds are are not healed at all. It has smoke and acid coming out of its wounds, but it is now apparently Still alive. Uh, is there any sort of check I can determine why it's doing that? Mm, I'm gonna say, roll a religion check. Four. You have no clue as to why it just stood back up. All right. Well, Ori doesn't know, so he's gonna hit it again with his offhand uh, axe. Okay. Uh, what is that again? That is a... Fifth, uh, 25. 25 to hit? Uh, yes. Okay, so that hits. And no damage. Twenty-three damage. Twenty-three damage. Um, you cut into it, and it shrugs it off uh but you your 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 attack did land and it did do damage uh but that is it still seems like it didn't even seem like it faced it at all when you when you hit into it all right that's weird <laughs> uh, that's my turn all right zane it is your turn i'm gonna punch up on this fucking manticore on me with All right. my light and my thunder gauntlets. Okay. <laughs> Nat 20. Oh, they're nice. Let's see if it's that one. Oh, that's unfortunate, though. Uh, seven total damage. Seven total? That That's not double? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That, that it's with the double. Okay, uh, good to know. I'm going to swing again on it, too, with extra attack, so... Go for it. Twenty-three. Twenty-three hits. Let's try this again and roll better. Hopefully. <laughs> Not much better. That's also seven damage. <laughs> nice. Uh... 
So 14 damage total on your turn? Yep. You have anything else you want to do? Uh, I'll uh, armor up with some temp hit points. Okay. Go ahead and add those. Remember, those don't stack. They do not. I didn't have any anyway. Cool. Um, all right. Is that your turn then? Yep. Beep, it is your turn. You are crawling out of the tent because you heard the scream of Zane. You immediately come out of the tent and you see this creature slowly starting to walk towards you. What do you want to do? Am I um, aware of, like, the direction of the scream? You would understand that it's coming from the... From the from the north... Uh, northeast. Yeah. Okay. So I'll quickly, like, come out of the tent. Oh, I see. And I'll move to... Will I be able to move, like, probably, like, here? Um... You'd have to stand. You'd have to stand around the. You have to like walk around the tent. So oh, no. Oh yeah. Okay. So I'm gonna move up to like here. Okay. And from this position, I am going to cast. Let me actually see here. Yeah, I'll cast shatter. Shatter on the on the creature. So I assume you're gonna try to do it behind it. Yep. Okay. Um, it is, from where you can see it, yeah, you could cast that. Okay. And I will cast that at level three. Level three? All right. Cool. Uh, that is a uh, saving throw, correct? Yeah, I posted it. Yeah, that is a constitution saving throw. We're going to let the dice tower decide this one. Con is plus three. Uh, 16. That's the save, DC. Okay, so it takes half, I believe. So go ahead and roll your damage. Yep. It's gonna be 4d8. 19. 19. So we'll round up. That's 10 points of damage as you cast Shatter on it. Do you want to do it? Do you want anything else with your turn? I think you probably have about five more feet of movement. Yeah, I'll move up here one. Okay. Uh, so then that's your turn. Yep. Cool. It is uh, this one's turn. It's going. You're going to hear its wings start to flap. And my reminder, they're they're like this lavender butterfly type wing, and it's going to. Well, tell you how far it's going to fly. Yep. It's going to fly, and land right here. Excellent. Saves me from having to run after it. And is going to go for a full round of multi-attacks on you guys. So it's the first one. It's going to try to claw swipe at you, Vaten, in your monkey form. Yep. That is a 19 to hit. And it's... Okay. Okay, that is uh, six points of slashing damage as it claws into you. Uh, roll a constitution okay. saving throw. Okay. Ooh, 
You are now poisoned. Okay. That sucks. <laughs> Alright. It's makes purchase with you, and then it's immediately going to take its tail spike and swing around try to hit Beep in the side. <laughs> Natural one. Um, as it goes to swing wildly, its tail gets caught on the tent and, like, rips into the tent, unfortunately. But it, uh, it misses way wide, and in fact, it it's enough to, when it hits the tent, it's enough to flip it down on its side, and it stumbles, and it is temporarily prone. But that is its turn. It's use a bubble's movement. Does that have a bonus? Do they have a bonus action? Okay. So I misread what tail spike is, but uh, that's fine. It could be used as a it could be used as a ranged or melee melee attack. So that's cool, um, but that's fine. That is the end of its turn. It is now the seemingly undead one's turn. It's gonna move up the twenty feet or the ten feet into uh, up on Ori, and it's going to unleash a full barrage of uh, attacks on you, Ori. Okay. Uh, 19 to hit. That hits. Okay. That's with its bite. Are you serious? Where did my D... Oh, there it went. Okay. Uh, that is, uh, nine points of piercing damage. Three points of poison damage. May, um, roll a constitution saving throw, Ori. Okay, one sec. So nine plus three on the damage. So 12 in total. Uh, sorry, what what check is this again? Uh, constitution, saving throw. Okay. That's a... 19. 19 succeeds. Uh, so it's gonna, it's now gonna claw at you. I need to stop using this dice. Natural one again. Uh... <laughs> I think you should keep using. It goes to claw... It goes to claw at Iori, and its claw gets stuck on its wing and rips its uh, its right wing off of its body. It's now decaying body, and it rips off. It takes five points of damage as the wing comes flying off. That one can no oh, longer fly. Um, natural one, man. Uh... But it's going to stay where it's at. Unfazed. It is... That is its turn. It is now Thaddeus's turn. Thaddeus is going to... Step out. Be like, What's happening? Look around. Sees that there is like a tail flying up in the air over this tent. Sees that Ori is like... Uh, which Alara would be in this tent. Um... Sees Ori in, in fight, and it's he's immediately just gonna like walk over here and draw his bow and shoot at the creature. I need to find Thaddeus's uh character sheet real quick. So he's going to attack with 
his bow, a short bow, which I believe it's, yeah. Oh, he has advantage selected. We'll take the first one. 17. 17 hits it. So, and then you click the damage. Yeah. Eight points of piercing damage as Thaddeus shoots an arrow into this thing. Um, and then he's going to... I think that's all he's going to do. Yeah, that's all. That's all Thaddeus is going to do. So, uh, Elka, it's your turn. More that, but or not, we can take that too. Uh, I'm gonna. Uh, so I don't normally sleep in. I mean, I usually sleep in the tent, but um, I'll uh, I'll come around to this this one here, mm -hmm. and uh, I'm gonna stab it with uh, my with two of my rapiers. Okay. Uh, my my icy one, and then my uh, my normal one. Okay. Okay, so I got twenties on both of those, dirty twenties. Nice, they both hit. Okay, so let me do. Okay, the the regular one is gonna go first, which is a D eight four. So we got eleven damage. Now I need. Hang on, I was not prepared for all of the dice that I was going to need. I'm sorry. Your friend. Uh. Okay. Oh wait, I lied. I need. I'm sorry. You said how much damage? Hang on, I'm sorry. Okay. So, we have 11 more damage piercing. How did I literally roll the same thing for all of this? And then 12 damage for ice damage. So, as you stab into it, you realize that your sword, your ice sword, is freezing this thing a lot more than it should and uh you get the sense that ice hurts really bad and it takes double damage on the ice attack so that's uh 44 points of damage for for our other uh spunky little fighter go again hell yeah okay stabbing again where did my freaking deep put them in the wrong pile is this action search or is this bonus action this is my action surge. Okay. I don't think I have a bonus action attack. Do I? I don't think you do. No. Because you have a right. two weapon. Uh, so I have a nat 20. <laughs> okay. And then a 12. Uh, 12 misses. Okay. Uh, so my nat, my nat 20 is going to be my ice guy. Okay. Of course it is. Yeah. So... 24 damage piercing and 4 damage for ice. So it'd be times 3, so it'd be 12 points of ice damage. So. Wait, so if wait, 4 was 4 doubled? 
No, it was not. Sorry. I didn't know if the ice damage was going to get doubled or not, to be honest. All damage gets doubled. So you said 20, 20 what now? Oh. So it was 24 damage. That was doubled for the piercing. Okay. And then uh, I rolled four for the ice. So. Okay, so it's... it's uh... Okay, gotcha. Cool. Hey, Zach, I didn't double my thunder damage on the first one I attacked. Oh, did you not? No, okay, so that's fine. Five extra. Five extra? Okay, cool. Yeah. All right. Uh, is that your turn? Okay. Um, let me just make sure I have nothing else to play with. Uh, no, I'm good. Okay. So, that is your turn. Vaten, it is now your turn. You're still in your ape form. Yep. I'm gonna go ahead and make, uh, two whoops i typed that formula incorrectly um i'm gonna go ahead and start punching at this uh manticore in front of me here okay ouch nine i'm gonna guess that does not hit definitely misses 14 for my second one 14 just hits cool i have no idea what the damage is hang on <laughs> uh 1d6 plus three Six plus three. Okay. <laughs> Man, max roll. There you go. Nine points of damage. Nice. Yep. I'll take it. Um, and I think it's realistically all I can do with the ape for right now. Um, I think I'm going to actually not do any movement or anything so that'll be my entire turn very cool alara it is your turn no. oh i would like to oh i'm trying to move my screen um am i on top of the tent you're inside in you're inside yeah um do i have enough to move up to this one and attack it what's your full 30. speed 30 right now yeah. let me see yeah. So it's a. Uh, I'm gonna say you, you were at the entrance with the with the commotion. So right here, um, yeah, you can move there. Yeah, um, I want to try to go primal savagery. Nice. Nice cool. <laughs> Who typed that? Manicor got monkey fisted. Was that you, Bingo? I rolled ten. I, I would like to exercise my uh, Fifth Amendment rights. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually legitimately what the uh, attack is called from the ape. It is called Fist. That's hilarious, actually. I roll a 10. A 10 to hit? Yeah. Misses, unfortunately. So you go full Primal Savagery, just feral, and you go to jump, and it, like, ducks down as it sees you approaching, and you, like, I'm gonna say, roll an acrobatics check for me. Whoa, uh, that would be a 19. 19. As you go to jump at it, you're able to bound off its back, and I'm going to say you land on the other side of it. Ooh. There you go, because you're in Primal Savagery, just making it cool. Uh, making a miss cool, I suppose. Uh, is there anything else you want to do? 
I don't think I have a bonus action. Okay. Nah. Alright, so it is now Arya's turn. Uh, which, for some reason, is named Squirtle's Backup on my screen. Um, but that works. Uh, she's going to draw her bow and let an arrow go at the one that Alvin and uh, Zane are currently attacking. So that is a... And staying true to form with her crossbow... Uh, she misses wide right as she rolls a as she rolls a natural two, um, and just and uh, she gets really pissy, and that's all she's gonna do. She's gonna stay in the tree and try to try to aid over here, but uh, that is her turn. I realize I did not roll for Aiko. That's unfortunate. Oh, well, it doesn't matter because I rolled a natural one for him. Hey, so he's going now. <laughs> so he's going now. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, let me add that turn. All right. Um, Do you want to roll and see if you can actually hit something with his crossbow? Well, it's short bow, but yeah. Uh, short bow. He's going to see what's happening. He's going to wake up and he's going to immediately... Tap on Aragon and just come on, buddy. And uh, he's gonna draw his bow and knock back an arrow and try to shoot uh, this manacore. I'm gonna let roll twenty roll for him this time instead of my dice because apparently I can't roll for shit today. I've rolled way too many low numbers. All right. Well, it's it's technically a longbow. My bad. Wouldn't for him it be a long bow, but for everyone else it'd be a short bow? <laughs> Correct. Dang. <laughs> uh, he rolls... No, he doesn't roll with advantage. Uh, yeah, no. Uh, 13. He misses. That's alright. He's, he's not even here. He's not even here and he's missing. That's our boy. Classic yeah. Aiko move. <laughs> I expect nothing less. He shoots... Or better. And it hits off the top of the thing's wings and just goes sailing off into the sunset. Uh, can he do any bonus actions? Oh, he's gonna use his he's gonna use his bonus action to uh, command Aragon to swoop down. And Aragon's going to use. Where oh where is this stupid dragon's character sheet? Aragon's going to use his breath attack. Um, and it's going to be a weakened breath attack, so it's only a five-foot cone. So he's so you're just gonna see you're gonna see him swoop down, and you're gonna see like sparks start coming out of Aragon's mouth. And he's gonna shoot like a small small little lightning bolt bolt cone out at this manticore. Manticore needs to make dexterity saving throw. That is a uh, that fails, so it takes full damage from Aragon, which is just a single D8. But that's beside the point. There's an echo. 
And his dragon does much more damage than he'll ever do. Uh... <laughs> I was going to say, I was like, did the dragon do more damage than him? That's 8 plus 4, so it's 12 points of lightning damage from the little dragon as it's flying through the air. Uh, so... Unbelievable. Well, we keep He's... Aiko around for the dragon. Yeah, he... <laughs> Squirtle's gonna watch this back and be like, wait, my dragon did more damage to me in this fight? What the fuck? Um, but that is Aragon's turn. Aragon is technically in the air, floating above. Um, that is Aiko's turn. Top of the order, it is Alan. Alan is in his, were his werewolf form. Alan is going to, like use his crimson right and scratch across his chest and his his claws are going to start glowing uh and start uh start getting cold saying you're going to feel like this this wash of cold air come over you and you're going to see his claws start turning into like these large like literally bloodsicles coming off of his claws and he's going to multi-attack cut into the manticore um, that's a plus six to hit, so that's 17 hits. First one, and a natural one for the second one. I need to stop rolling that fucking dice. Uh, so, first one is... Close. That is, um, seven points of damage, with the ice damage being doubled, so, uh, it's actually... Eight points of damage. Right? No. Sorry. Eleven points of damage. And that is first one swing. And then another natural one. You're gonna see Alan go to swing and completely airmail his claw, and it's gonna stumble him around uh backwards. But he uh, and he, I made this fall. I made this fall prone. So Alan's gonna fall prone because the natural one. This is also prone. I guess we should have technically said, but that's finally affected Aiko's turn. Um, but that is Alan's turn. It's now the Manticore's turn. Eeny, meeny, miny, mo, the one on the ground. It's going to try to pounce onto Alan and dig its claws into him as he's on the this ground. Disadvantage, by the way. Really? Yeah, because I hit it with the thunder gauntlets. Okay, so it's a straight roll because he's uh, prone. Yep. Uh, I believe a 14 does not hit Alan. It does not. Alan's AC is 16, so that's a miss on the first attack. That's a miss on the second attack. The Manticore is going to jump at Alan and try to dig its claws into him and completely miss. Um, well, I actually rolled middle of the road rolls there. I rolled, an, I rolled a 9 and a 10. Um, but that is the Manticore's turn. Ori, it is now your turn. Uh, I make another religion check to <laughs> no. figure it out. Nope. nope. <laughs> no, you cannot. 
failed the first time. Yeah, flash, a flash of wisdom, <laughs> if you will. Um, no. Technically, right, uh, a flash of intelligence. <laughs> What's so? Is it is uh, intelligence uh, religion, or is it? Uh, sure, religion's an intelligence. Religion is yeah. an intelligence. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, well, he's just gonna keep hitting it. Okay. Uh, heal it with his glaive and we roll strength. There's a 21 strength check. Succeeds. Roll uh, to hit. That is a 26. To hit? Yeah. Hits. Yeah. And we roll damage. Thirty-four damage. Thirty-four damage. Any changes? Okay. Um, you see, as you cut into it, you're gonna see it like it isn't gonna react, but you're gonna see its body start to like fall apart as you cut into there. Cut into it there. Well, it seems to be working fine. He'll hit again. All right, go for it. Um, real strength. I'm using extra attack, by the way, so I'll use my glaive again. Okay. Uh, that is a 15. You just barely make that save. All right. Or that check. And we roll to hit. That is a 21. 21, it does hit, yeah. Thirty damage. As you cut into it, its body just collapses and falls to the ground. Its wings fall off. Its body droops away, and its body actually starts to melt into the ground as it, as it is now dead. Ew. Uh, it's definitely dead this time. It is not. It, see, as as it is starting to turn into some sort of goop slash smoking you get the sense this thing is not going to get back up it's kind of just a okay. if you if you want to confirm it you can absolutely how would i confirm it just okay i don't know i'll kick it you kick it and uh kick it in a place that's not staring to goop and it yeah it's no longer moving it is dead or it'll kind of scrape his foot on the ground to get some of the gunk off. Then he'll, uh, see if I... I count 5, 10, 15, 20. I think he can move here, but that's about it. Okay. That'll be his turn. Wait, hold on. There's a tent there. Never mind. Mm -hmm. I can't. That's your turn. Do anything. Yeah, that's, that's my turn. All right, Zane, it is now your turn. 
find a lizard. We're gonna swing at this motherfucker again with the thunder gauntlets in front of me. Go for it. Uh, 19. 19 hits. Four. 11. Okay. Still alive? Oh, yeah. Alright, I'm gonna swing again with the extra attack. Okay. Nat 20. Wow. I'm rolling all the ones, you guys are rolling all the 20s. This is not how I wanted it. <laughs> my D8 just okay, dropped my desk, and I don't know where it went, so let's reroll. <laughs> uh, 24. Wow. Okay. Uh, it is still very much alive, although I'm going to say it is hurt. After getting hit multiple times by electricity, it is not doing great, as well as getting stabbed thunder. by as well as it's getting stabbed by ice. Thunder, not lightning. Sorry, thunder. It goes boom, not snap. Gotcha. It's just radiating magic through its body. Yeah. Uh, do you have anything else you can do? That's it. Okay. Um, beep. It is your turn. This thing is prone. As of right now. Alright. Let me see here. I am going to... Does the prone critical only count for physical attacks? Yep. If it's ranged, actually, it's disadvantage. Okay. So... Then I will do. I'll attack it with my claws. With your claws? Alright. Roll, uh. Roll an attack. 17 hits. Alright. You'd get advantage with that, so if you wanted to roll, try to roll for the crit, you can. Yeah, I'll go for it. Better, but not the crit. Yeah. But yeah, definitely hits. Roll for okay, damage. So... Seven. Seven points of damage. Alright. It is very bloodied. But is that... Do you have anything else you want to do? Beat? Uh, you do have inspiration as a bonus action. Yeah, I'll cast Bark Inspiration on Alara. Okay. So, Alara, on your next attack roll or check, you get a D8. Yep. Alright, but that being said, it is uh, now the Manticore's turn. Um, it is going to use half its movement to stand up. And you're going to see it raise its tail up in the air. And you're going to see what you didn't realize at first is that you thought you only had like this one tail end spike but you see as it lifts its tail up in the air you see its tail furl up and spikes just go out of each side and it's going to uh use its uh sorry 
What is this? It's a bunch spike ability, which is a, which is a AOE ranged attack. So everybody within a literally everybody surrounding this thing right now, uh, make a dexterity saving throw. Ooh. Five. Why am I around that? Yes, you are. Check. So I need Elka, Vaten, uh, Alara, Beep, and I need Aragon to roll one as well. Oh, Aragon's dexterous as fuck. He's fine. I rolled, I rolled one, uh, but I have a five total. It's natural one's a natural one on a save. Um, okay. Uh, so, you're going to see its tail furl up and these spikes, sh like, literally, like, come out of the center of its tail. And it's going to shoot its spikes all down in an area around it at you guys. Um, I need to roll for damage. I need another dice. Seriously? Do I not have any other... That's obnoxious. Okay. Okay, okay, okay. Good soup, good soup. Um, uh, uh, those of you who rolled above a 16, you made the save, so you take half damage, which is 17 points of piercing damage. Um, and you do... Oh, jeez. Uh, so that would be not me. <laughs> uh, nine points of damage for people who didn't make this for people who made the oh, save, okay. uh, and seventeen points of damage uh, for. Um... That seventeen was for the for that was the half damage, and I was about to just scream. No, <laughs> seventeen points of damage for for Al Alara and Elka. Um, However, Elka, uh, you rolled a natural one. So, um, I, I've i been trying to figure out how I want to do these. Because in, in 5e, it says you do nothing on a critical failure on a save when it comes to like dodging attacks. But I'm not like that. I don't like 5e rules all the time. So, tack on and a half, half damage to that, so another 9 points of damage. I'm not doubling it. So it's not a crit. It's just a critical failure. So as, as, as you get, go to get away, you trip on like the string of the tent and fall down and just take needles to the back. Oh. Yeah. Um, but that is... It's first attack. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> but no, that is... Uh, it's going to attempt to... Seeing how hurt it is. It's going to attempt to fly away. So everybody in everybody within its range gets an attack of opportunity. Dang. Even if I'm on the ground? Mm, I'm going to say you stumbled. You're not prone. Because oh, okay. you, you took uh, the extra damage, yeah. Uh, do I, I get attack off? Do you get attack of opportunity? Mm, no. Do I get one? I get one. Yeah. Oh. Alara, Alara, beep. And Alira beat Vaten and Elka and Aragon get an attack of opportunity. Aragon's gonna attempt to bite. I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to this. 
What is this? Explain. Uh, you cannot cast a spell as a uh, attack of opportunity. You have to hit it with your club or something. Yo, can I whack it with my club then? Yeah. Bonk it. Uh, okay. I well, know. I rolled a nine, so let's just I'm gonna, act like I didn't do that. I'm gonna stab the fucker with my dagger. Okay. So, sorry, Vatem, oh. what did you roll? Uh, I rolled an eight. I had a nat 20, but the poison, the disadvantage from the poison. Yeah, uh, sorry, buddy. Yeah, eight ouch. misses. Uh, beep, 14. 14 just hits. Hi. Uh, when you hit a creature with an opportunity attack, the creature's speed becomes zero for the rest of the turn. Did you hit? I did. I hit, I hit it with a 24. 24 hits. So, beep, go ahead and roll your damage. Uh, Alara, what did you roll for attack? Oh, I rolled, like, a nine. Like, oh, okay, yeah, it misses. I missed, I missed that bitch. I got eight damage. Eight damage, okay. I got six damage plus five ice damage. Okay, it, uh, as all of you go to, go to attack it and, uh, swing upon this thing, uh, beep, you stab it with your dagger in the side. Elka, you stab down on its back. And as you stab and tries to fly away, even with your sentinel feet, it uh it takes like two steps and falls over dead. Yay. Um Elka and Beep. Do a little round of rollies for me, so roll D twenty and whoever rolls highest. I'm gonna have roll the D one hundred. 17. Oh, I'm just rolling 1d20. Just roll a d20, yeah. Six. Six, cool. <laughs> uh, Elka, roll a, roll a d100 for me. 20. 20. As it falls over, you see it lay there dead. It takes its last breath. And if, after a short pause, you see its rib cage start to. <sighs> and slowly. Stand back up. Its eyes are blackened over. All the all the cuts on along its rib cage and its back that you did are starting to smoke with this noxious, obnoxious gas. Um, it is now back alive. Oh. Seemingly reanimated. So, that is its turn. This thing's dead, so it doesn't have a turn. So, it is now Thaddeus' turn. Let's see here. Thaddeus is going to run up to here. Uh, and check to see what's going on and see that that thing's still up on its feet and he's going to uh, use his bow attack to do some damage or try to. Where did I put Where did I, oh where, oh where did I put his character sheet? There it is. Alright. Take the first roll. Uh, 11 plus... 
Oh, it's just straight 11. Um, yeah, no, that's a miss. So Thaddeus is going to shoot, miss. Arrow's going to go sailing. Um, and Thaddeus is going to bonus action uh, stealth. Of course he rolls really well on that. Um, what is this stealth? So it's a... He gets advantage on that. Okay. Okay, so Thaddeus successfully gets down and is in stealth currently. Um, okay, that's his turn. Elka, this thing just came back to life. Your turn. Stabbing it again. Just gonna keep stabbing it. Alright. Stab, 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 stab. Alright. 16 and then 8. 19. 16 and a 19. They. 16 misses. Because its AC changes when it reanimates. Uh, 19, 19 hits, though. Okay. So I'm just doing my. That was my regular rapier, so. Boom. 9 damage. 9 damage. Stab into it. It does not react. But you do stab it. Uh, I'd like to take my second wind. Go for it. Roll your uh, your healing. It needs to be healed. I rolled a one. You can re-roll ones on healing. Oh, thank you. I rolled another. I'm rolling a different dice. Oh my god! I thought you said I rolled another one. My I did. So I'm rolling yeah, a different no. one. Okay, six plus five. Okay. Okay. Eleven. Eleven. Thank you. Yep. Okay, so that is... That's your turn? Yep. Faten, your turn again. Okay, this might be a bit of a stretch because I don't technically have two attacks, but I can make two fist attacks. Yep. Um, So what I would like to do would be to first try to shove this guy prone... And then if, actually, whether or not that succeeds, I would like to try and grapple him with my second fist attack, if I could. Yeah, I'd say that's fine. Alrighty. So, for the shove, I'm sure that's not going to do it. Nope. And for the grapple, that's not going to do it either. This poison is terrible. Roll another constitution saving throw. Uh, this thing's constitution. Pretty plus. Hey. Eighteen. Uh. Yeah, you are. You're still poisoned, but you're you are able to. Sh uh, I'm gonna say you're able to shake off for the time being the negative the negative effects of it for the fight. Oh, okay. So it's that kind of poison. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, uh, is that your turn then? I uh, yeah, will do it. All right, Alara, it is your turn. You are still, I think, in still in primal savagery. Um, what is this? Because I'm gonna try. It. Hold on, my computer's being shitty. Okay. 
uh, point within range. Each creature of your choice in that area must make a constitution for uh, taking 2d6 necrotic damage on a failed save or half as much on a successful and non-magical vegetation in that area withers in addition. One creature of your choice in the area can spend and roll on if it's unspent hit die to regain a number of hit points equal to the roll plus your spell casting modifier. So if you wanted to cast that um death and life upon Okay, so yeah, you can cast that on the Manticore. And it does 2d6 necrotic damage on a failed save. Um, and then you can choose someone to heal, uh, to, spe to spend a hit die plus your uh, spellcasting modifier to heal. So you can choose yourself or you can choose anybody within that 10 foot radius. So basically anybody in this circle. Let's do it. Alright, so uh, there's a con save. Huh. Uh, that's a natural 20, so that's a 23. So it takes half damage. So go ahead and roll your 2d6 and half it. Alright, that's 8, so 4. 4 points of damage, okay. Okay, since I Alright. Um, and then you can choose somebody in that within the circle to heal. Oh, Elka. Okay, Elka. Uh, so roll your hit die, and then add whatever uh, whatever Alara's uh, spellcasting ability modifier is. One's, I think, seven. Seven. So yeah. roll your hit die, and then add seven. You're muted. Eleven more damage or er, heals. So eleven more healing. There you go. <laughs> So that is, I believe that's your turn then. Right? Do you have anything else you want to do? Yeah. Okay. All right. So it is uh, now uh, uh, Arya's turn. Arya is going to try to shoot the Manticore again. We're going to see how this goes. Okay. As a natural 20. Hey, yo. So, they... rolling. Proud of you. Okay, so it's um. Plus three, so it's. Uh, unfortunately, only twelve points of damage, um, for on, on the crit. But she does hit it with a crossbow. And that is a good amount of damage. Um, so, seven. All right, so that one is, uh, this one is starting to look bloodied, Zane. Okay. Um, but that is her turn. So it's now Aiko's turn. Aiko's going to try to shoot the one that came back alive. Nice. Definitely hits. It's a... 19 plus 5, so it's a 24. Um, where is his? Damage, 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 damage. Oh, well, I rolled a 20 there. I didn't, that didn't count. 
Just trying to get the damage. Alright. We only take the first one, which is 8, because that it was rolling for the natural 20. Um, right? Yeah, because it's only 1d8 plus 4. Okay, so it's uh, that's actually 9 points of damage. No, 8 points of damage. 8 points of damage. Okay. So, uh, 8 points of damage. Plus, yeah, for this thing. Alright, so that is his turn. I think, or he's going to have Aragon uh, attack it again. I forgot. I always forget about the stupid dragon. Um, he's going to have it do a uh, flying press to try to knock the Manticore prone. So I need the Manticore to roll a, a strict saving throw. Roll the natural one. Oof. So, uh, you see Aragon flap into the air and come flying down and smack into this thing's head, which knocks it prone. It takes... What's the damage dice? So, 2d6. 12 more points of bludgeoning damage as it is knocked prone by the dragon. So, that is... Echo's turn. Top of the order. It's Alan's turn. Alan is prone currently. Um, so Alan's going to stand up. Use half his movement to stand up. And then he's going to... Um, he's going to... Instead of, instead of attacking the one in front... Actually, you know what? No. That's fine. We're going to have him do this. Alan is going to attack it again with his claws. His icicle claws. The rolls are insane right now. It's it's either or. I just rolled another natural 20 for his first attack. So that's a... Uh... Oh. Damn! Um, it's, uh, it's 22 points of damage on this one for his first attack. He's going to hit him again. As I said, it's either or. I just rolled a five. Uh, so it's, yeah, no, it's a miss. So this one's now looking really hurt, Zane, just an FYI. But it is this one's turn now. And it's going to attempt to... It's going to unleash a full barrage of attacks on both you and Alan. It's going Who's to... Who's swinging at first? What now? Who's it swinging at first? Uh, it's not swinging. It is sticking its tail up in the air, and you're going to see it go... Shing! So it's multi-targeting, right? And it's... No, it's AoEing. So it's... Shooting at its Hold spike on tail. Sec. Okay. Because it's... I'm going to ask you. Mm -hmm. So a creature hit by the gauntlet has disadvantage on attack rolls against targets other than me on until my next turn. Mm -hmm. So is is it going to be rolling with disadvantage? I'm going it's technically targeting more than me. Right. It's not targeting anybody. It's targeting an area. So I'm going to say that out of technicality, it would be rolling normally. Because it's technically not a roll. It's a deck save. 
So I'm so I need Alan and Zane to roll a deck save for me. Alan makes it. Sixteen. You also make it. Um. So half on that, which is eight. Okay. Uh. Cool. That is a. That is eighteen points of damage halved for both of you. So nine points of damage as it shoots its as it shoots its spikes down into you guys. Um, not not venomous, however. That is its turn. Ori, it's your turn. <coughs> You did just watch a dragon, like, fly up in the air above the tent and barrel down at this thing. Yeah, I'm thinking I might, I should probably go help Zane. Yeah, I mean, it's up to you, but... Uh, I have Move right here. Okay. Use my action to dash. Okay. I'll bonus action use my uh, two-handed axe. <clears throat> okay. I thought you need to make an attack first before you could use a second attack with your bonus action. I thought that's how that worked, but... No, that's just for extra attack. Oh, okay, okay. That's fine. Cool. Um, Go for it. Let me... Actually, let me check something Because quick. I think it has something to do... If you don't make a if you don't make a, a, a melee attack on your action, then you can't make a bonus action attack. I thought that's how that worked, but I, I could be getting something mixed up. I think you're just thinking of the extra attack because you can just use your bonus action to. Okay. <clears throat> so well, that's fine. Go for it. Um. Okay. Uh, let me make the attack roll. That's a twenty-six to hit. Twenty-six hits. Um, Twenty-seven damage. Okay, it is very hurt, but it is uh, still alive, just barely. That's my turn. Okay. Zane, it is now your turn. It is looking really, really, really hurt. I'm going to try to clap it with the gauntlet. Go for it. 19. 19 hits. Uh, that's 11. How do you want to do this? I want to rip its face off. Yeah. <laughs> Where is face? <laughs> Wear his skin. Shoving like my hand upwards of its jaw, like uppercut style, and just pull its whole face off when I do it. Very good. So you end it. However, I need your old D100. Uh, let me find mine here. Even after dismemberment. 20? The. Did she try to rip its head off, right? Is that what you did? I. Punched my fist up through its jaw. 
Yeah, so as underneath you, like an uppercut. As it starts to re as it falls down, it immediately starts breathing again. But you hear a very quiet voice come over the woods. That's enough. And this one stands at attention. And this one also stands at attention. And you watch as a very tall, platinum blonde, elvish woman steps out of the woods. Uh, she's wearing a long black cloak. Uh, she's has her fingernails are painted what seems to be in this amber color. And she says, well, now why would you attack travelers on our fine island? And uh, both of these manticores stand up and they walk away from you. They, they walk away, brush you guys aside, and they walk over here. Is that attack up? If you want to. Yeah. I would I would have heard her. I'm gonna just let it slide. I would have heard her, but I still would have just hit it anyway. Uh I guess it would be do you ping the second one down. Yeah. Uh hello with my glaive. One armed or are you doing two hand? Uh, uh one armed. Well, I guess, can I two-hand? Yeah. Okay. It's I'll a two-handed weapon, so yes, you can two-hand it. <laughs> well, it's, you're the, you're the, only, you're the only person... only attacking one, so I might as well just two-handed. You're the only person who uses uses one hand for a two-handed weapon. Because of cool, or he's a cool guy. Uh, <clears throat> shit, hold on. Okay. Uh, it's a, I rolled a 19, so it's a crit. Cool. Uh, as you... Uh, as you go to swing, hold person. You're a uh, save or anything? Or... Yeah, it's a save. So uh, that is a. <laughs> Wisdom saving throw, please and thank you. DC okay. 19. Cool. <laughs> I roll an 18, so it's a 19. <laughs> you just, you make it, you beat it. Uh, yeah, she tries to hold person you, and you, it stops you for a second, but you're able to sh swing down on it. Go ahead and roll for damage. Uh, 70 damage. It uh, crumples to the ground. Dead. Very much like the one before. And as soon as she sees that happen, she's like, guess I'll have to make another one. And then she like peeks over and sees the other one dead over here. Make that two. 
and she steps out into the clearing and she's just this beautiful elven woman long pointy ears really long pointy ears longer than normal for elves uh she's seven foot tall uh it's almost and as she's walking out it's almost as if she's gliding and she like immediately like walks up to the already like uh reanimated manticore that's left and she's like now now it's time to go to sleep and she puts her hand on it and you see it just shoo, suck into her hand as she puts her hand on it and she's like that back up too okay. no it's gone i'm kidding <laughs> <laughs> and she's uh she's gonna walk up and it's now early morning i thought i heard a commotion over here but you know i uh who knows i just i figured i'd go for a walk and see what my babies were going after and i stumble upon anything about her? sorry what would i recognize anything about her no nope. like is she wearing anything that might indicate no it's bewildering to you to see an elven woman coming out of these oh, woods okay. Um, and she just, so we have a couple of trespassers. I see. Ooh, the king that's won't like pretty, this. That's a pretty stiff allegation, lady. And she looks at all of you, looks at you, Zane. Dispel magic on your, uh, on your armor. That doesn't fucking work. Does it not? I thought it did. I thought it was a magic, no. magical. Oh, well, shit. Never mind. Well, fuck you then. Yeah, the only way it drops yeah. off of my body is if I die. <laughs> really? There's no... Wow, okay. I thought it was magical. Yeah, it, it, it could not be forcibly removed. So she tr she tries it anyways. She waves her hand at your at your armor. And she's like... She like waves her hand again. Hmm. Who are you? I'm gonna step up in front of everybody and say, we're not trespassing. Everyone here is... Uh, my guest. Your guest? And she looks at... Now, what is the little rabbitling doing this far south? We are on a quest. We're helping some people. And that is all we're gonna tell, going to tell you. But just know that we are not here illegally. We are... I am. I will vouch for everyone here. Roll persuasion check. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Gotta use my nobility for something. Why is that not popping um, up? Oh, there it is. Okay. 24. Woo! Let's see if she believes you. Okay. Insight check. <laughs> oh, dear. I'm inclined to believe you because. You are of the Fae. But some of you, and looks right at Zane, are clearly not. I'm willing to entertain listening to your pleas and what this quest entails, why you're walking through my forest. We... We didn't mean to be here. We... We were on, I forget the name of the continent. Sylvania. We were on Sylvania previously, and we fell through a portal? That would be about mm -hmm. the best way to put it. And we ended up here. We just need to get back. A portal, eh? 
I don't know of such portals on in this land, but I'm inclined to believe you. She rolled a 23. Whew. Uh is uh is the is the dead is the dead prince body still like laying out? Flopped out. It's it's flopped out over here. Like right, I, I'm gonna be like Prince Lonnie was possessed. And uh Well she can't see him if no. I'm just gonna say, I'm just I'm just saying it. Not not gonna point at anything. <clears throat> like he was possessed and he was stealing children from the fucking continent that I forget Sylvania. the name. Sylvania. Uh he was stealing children and 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 bringing them here. Interesting. Well, I can see that some of you aren't supposed to be here regardless, so your tale does make sense. And she looks right at Alan. Ah. Someone of druid descent, I see. Well, uh, I suppose more than one of you are welcome on this continent. But that's enough about that. We should uh, take a walk to my home. And uh, we could speak more about it there. And I suppose introductions are in order. My name is Meredith Blackstone. I'm the ruler of these forests, of the southern forest, as well as well into the Algonquin Mountains. So if there's a portal in those mountains, I would have known about it. And the fact that you're talking about a prince that we've assumed has been long dead is intriguing. If you know about all these caves, so you'd know about Edna then. Ah, yes. The little dragon girl. Doomed to forever live in the cave. I figured she'd be dead by now. Same cave. She's still alive. Good to know. I'll have to send some of my uh, friends up there to make sure that she never gets out. Anywho. Mm -hmm. Why don't we head to my uh, to my humble abode and we can talk more about your quest and we can see what uh, what you have to say for yourself. See if I should report you to the Royal Guard, perhaps. I hope you have enough room for us plus 30 children. Ch children? Yes, I, I told you we were to... He was he was capturing the children. We we have them with us. What? Well, um, where are those children now? And as as she says that, the one that as the one that Ori gave the the blade to or the 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 uh, axe to, like, peeks his head out of the tent. What's going on? Um, she looks. How many of them are there? Thirty. Oh boy. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm willing to hear you out. Break down your camp and come with me. And if I believe in your tale, then we'll see what we can do to help. Uh, but if I don't believe in your tale and I feel like you're perhaps smuggling these children into Arun for some reason, or maybe 
stealing maybe their children, maybe their fairies disguised as children. And we find out that you're doing anything devious like that. You'll be put to the knife no matter what family the you're only, from. The only person smuggling these children into this damn place was that prince. <laughs> ah, yes. Well, that damn prince has been dead for many years. Confirmed his body was found. So I don't know what you're talking about. But we can talk more about it. How about some tea? And then she gestures to uh, along the riverbank farther into the woods. You can come with me if you if you want to, or uh, I'll let the or I'll let the ants get you. It's your decision. I'm just, I'm just gonna look at Ori and be like motioning at like where the body would be. Ori's gonna grab the body and drag it over here. No. Which body? The the the. We only have body? one left. Oh yeah yeah yeah. That's right. <laughs> she looks at it. Oh, and here's his head. He'll take it off his belly and throw it on the ground. Uh, we did say he was smuggling the children. You his said body he was, was dead. possessed. He he never he, looked alive. Yeah, and a little purple spirit came out of him when he died. Um. Okay. Give me one sec. Actually, I kind of want to keep the head if you don't mind. No, no. That is, uh, that's really no way to, uh, handle a body, but I'll, I, I have a way, I have my ways to ask this body who they were and what they were doing. So, uh, but I cannot do this here. Let's, let's head back to my home. So do you want the head? You can keep it for now. I'm going to need it later, though. Okay, you can borrow it. Thanks. Yeah, no problem. Okay, well, um... Alright, I suppose let's let's get going. Uh, uh, and she gestures into the forest, heading north, uh, or along the river rank, which would be north. Uh, do you guys follow? We gotta get the kids if we're going to. I mean, we don't have much of a better choice, do we? Gather the babies. At least yep. their bellies will be full if they end up dying. Like, yeah. Then in the middle of the war. I'm well. If we're going, I'm going to keep an eye on Meredith while we go. Okay. I don't trust her. All right, that's fine. Um, as you guys break down camp and kind of prepare to uh get the kids ready to travel. Um, that's where we will end it for the night. Um, uh, and we'll pick this back up next week. Uh, hopefully with everybody here. Um, so that'll do it. Okay. Hey, Zach, really quick, since it's a new day, I'm going to have just like, I'm going to make an alchemy jug while I'm walking. That's, that's fine. You guys did take a long rest, so make sure you okay, good. revamp your HP and, um, all of that. Yeah. Uh, are you still monkey form, Uh No, I would I would have shifted back uh, okay. at some point during the conversation. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I would have spent a good two minutes or so maybe um, like looking at different little insects on either myself or Ori. Gotcha. 
Okay, so that's going to be bored with that and become lizard again. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that's gonna that's gonna do it. Um, and I guess we will see what happens next. You guys have uh, I'll be right back. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys, that's gonna do it for us. Um, I'm getting getting very angry eyes from. The dog right now i think he probably wants some attention so i'm gonna go do that uh you guys have a wonderful night thank you for hanging out and uh we will see what the group gets into next week see you guys uh next sunday